Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamili Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hey! Hola, mi gente. Hola, mi gente. Hola, mi gente. Hola, mi gente. It is Jamili Whitfield, and we are here. Episode 10, episode 10. And episode 10 is going to be a recap. Re- 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 recap of episode 1 through 9. And you must be asking, girl, why are you doing a recap? Bueno. Bueno, because we talked about so many things, so many good topics, and I think it's fitting just to go through each and every one of them, especially before the new year. So this is the time of year when every podcaster is uh, taking a little break, taking a little vacation, because it's only fitting. We got to spend time with our families. We got to get ready for penil season. You got your ajo and oregano, because I know I have my oregano. Shout out to... That family member that got me oregano straight from DR. The best. I can't wait to make some penne. My vegan people don't judge me, don't come for me, but I'm just saying. It's just fitting with tradition. We talk about tradition. This is part of the tradition. <laughs> so join me. Just join me. Join me with uh, whether you want to do pernil or veganil, whatever it is. But just, you know, let, let me live. Let a sister girl live. So as we recap, we talked on so many things we touched based on some really deep deep stuff and we talked on some light stuff too right and i also shared on some personal stuff where i got some text messages from family members that were like but me how what happened (laughs) but you know i am an open book and i'm not afraid to share my story so here we are episode one was on fear and i think the best way to start it off is on recapping and reciting Marion Williamson's poem. Remember the poem that I recited? I thought it was like so fitting. Um, so before I get into the poem, I just want to make sure that um, we kicked fear in the butt because we know that fear is what debilitating, but so is failure. So which one are you ready to choose? Did you let go of fear? Did you start a new project? Did you start driving that car? Did you take a vacation? Some people are actually afraid of getting on planes. So did you take a vacation? Did you take that driver's test? Hmm? No. Did you let go of that story that you tell yourself that you can't do it and just took a leap of faith, start that new business, communicate with somebody or start socializing more because some of us are introverts. You know, socializing might be important just to reach out and network, um, either if, if it's for your business or for your own professional growth or development or personal growth. So here it is. Marianne Williamson. Here is our poem. <laughs> our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not fear insecure around you. 
We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Hope you kicked fear in the nuggets with that episode. Now, episode two, we talked about the power in I'm sorry. So, did you apologize to someone for being an asshole? No. Were you showing emotional vulnerability? Hmm. Emotional vulnerability is no longer seen as a negative, but it's a positive. Come on, guys. When you own your stuff and are able to acknowledge that you showed up in a hurtful manner, man, that is so transformative. I know some folks reached out to me like, damn, I need to apologize to some people in my life. Did you? Did you apologize? So an apology cannot undo what's been done, but it can help ease the pain and tension of the aftermath. This is from Tiny Buddha. It gives hope for rebuilding and puts value on the relationship rather than the individual's pride. Think about that. So now if you've tried to apologize and that person did not acknowledge it, remember forgiveness is not for you. And is I'm sorry, let me go back. Forgiveness is for you. It is not for the other person. You, When you ask someone for forgiveness, it is so that you can do that inner healing. If you try to give yourself a, a permission to forgive and to ask for forgiveness to someone, give yourself a pat on the back because that's courageous in and of itself to try to even confront someone, text someone, reach out to someone and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Give yourself a pat on the back. And if that person didn't reach back and didn't acknowledge your apology, it's okay. Say a prayer for them because perhaps they're not ready in their own life journey to receive it. And that is okay. As I said, forgiveness is for you and not for them. Okay? Now, episode three. Three, 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 three. The shade within we never share. Shady, shady, shady boots, boots. <laughs> oh, baby. How shady have we been with others? Mm-hmm. Tirapuya. But most importantly, with ourselves. Negative self-talks affect us in really damaging ways. I'm talking stress, low self-esteem, and creating your own cycle of negativity. Did you reflect on this and how you talk about yourself? Hmm. Did you process where that was embedded or rooted? Did you think about it? Sis, you are deserving and are working on having a seat at the table. Working. And why I say working? Because you're still doing the work. If for some of those who are still doing the work. If you have arrived, girl, your, your chair is there. Your chair is there. You are worthy. You have a seat at the table. You have arrived. Keep working on it and keep removing yourself from that cycle, that negative cycle of the negative self-talk. Let's reaffirm your life and let go of who you thought you were. Love on you a little bit more. Okay, okay, okay. Because you are beautiful. Yes. Now, episode four. Cuatro, cuatro, cuatro. Hmm. This one, 
whew, I got a lot of outreach on and it was on envy. Wow. Oh, baby. This was one hot topic. Like we was on the Wendy Williams show. Okay. This episode has some listeners reflecting on ways they were envious and didn't even know it. We went through the full gamut of envy, especially in friendships. I'm talking money, relationship status, weight, child. Nobody better envy me right now about my weight because you know them holiday pounds are disrespectful. It's okay. I'm owning it. I'm going to take it. I had stress. You know, I shared with y'all my mama-in-law was sick and then she passed and so... I was, I was, you know, like episode eight, just feeling my seasonal affective disorder and stuff. And I was chomping. I was, I, I, I admit it. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna take full ownership of it. It's okay. I'm gonna get back on track though. I promise. Anyways. So where did we find beauty in all of this? When feelings of envy arise, we are to take a step back, sit with that emotion. Remember we talked about and ask, What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? And what is the lesson here? How can I love on myself a little bit more so that I don't feel this way? Let me resolve my unresolved baggage. Before we put things on others, how about I work on me? We talked about that, right? Are you working on you? Are you checking your emotions before you bring something out to the table? Are you watching how you're showing up? Think about it. Okay. Episodio Cinco. This was for my mommies. Motherhood is not a Hallmark card. (laughs) This actually deserves a second part conversation, which should be coming. Because the feedback that I received was that I needed to touch more on the stay-at-home moms who really did not want to stay at home. And the only reason that they stayed at home was because of financial decisions. And so they have a career... And, you know, I I know some personally who had twins and it was like you had to outweigh daycare for twins and working. And it it was like the same (laughs) as far as working and it would have been more expensive for them to work and actually pay for daycare. So um, it was actually cheaper for them to stay at home. And sometimes that's not the choice that necessarily all moms want to make because some people want to focus on their career. But um this is sometimes, this is what happens with motherhood, right? It's not a home worker. It's not. But then vice versa, those who have to work, if you're a single mom and you wish you could stay home, you wish you could give your child, especially zero to three, that time um, teaching them, um, you know, li- being there for every appointment, et cetera, and you can't because you got to work. You got to work on some jobs. They don't give you a lot of days off. So it's hard. It really is. So... Now, I stand firm, though, (laughs) and wow, this episode really sounded the mommy alarm. So many moms were like, oh, my God, this was so on point. This is tough, and it's no joke, but here we are. We're doing it. We're doing it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Go get some glass of wine and some cheese or something. Um, But let's continue to support our mommies out there, and let's not criticize them. Let go of criticism. So what works for you in your household might not necessarily work for me. You might be the type of parent that might let all go in the house, meaning like there's some parents that let their kids run amok in their house and there are no rules, no structure, no boundaries. I'm the total opposite. I am the type that enforces a lot of 
boundaries and, and, and rules. I mean, that's just, listen, you ever grew up in a Dominican household? Anyways, but I've seen, you know, different and culturally. Um, but what works for you in your household doesn't work for me and vice versa. And that's okay because at the end of the day, we in the struggle together. That's not my style. My, my style is not your style. That's why I got, they got the mommy swap show. That show's crazy. But anyways, you know, it, it, what it works for you works for you. And we got to stop criticizing people for that. But in talking about that, um, I was asked to be a, um, interviewed for a podcast in January. They're going to interview me. Um, it's also a fellow mom. She's a mom, she's a wife, etc. And so she wants to interview me on being a mother, being a wife, um, being a podcaster as well, and what it looks like and how messy it can be. So I'm so excited. And once I get more details, I will definitely post it on my social media page. Okay. Now, mi gente, this is where got family members out texting me because the episode six and seven, episode six and seven was on trust, trust in yourself and trust in others. Yeah. This one was deep. Remember, I had to break it into two processes. So, trusting yourself. I covered on how our childhood experiences and our caregivers played a role in this trusting. But what is truly important is that trusting does not happen overnight. You have to really do some work internally to learn to not only trust yourself again, but others. I shared some of my trauma and lightly touched on it. I did not want to give anyone any impressions that surviving sexual trauma was an overnight healing process to becoming a trusting person. Mm -mm, that is not accurate. This is and has been a work in process in progress and will continue to be because it is a trauma, right? When we experience also projective identification, we touched on that, remember? Um, we spew out unloving words to others. And that is what we feel inside. So I will share when I was going through my struggles and I felt unloving inside, child, let me be mad at somebody. Oh, Lord, the things that came out of my mouth, they were nasty. They were really bad. Um, I can say that my son's father, um, because you know, for us, it was a toxic relationship. And I say us because I can't put the full blame on him because I play a role in it and you got to own your stuff, right? I was young. He was young. Um, I had my own stuff that I had to work on, etc. When I was angry, the things I would say to that man, oh, baby. Okay, maybe I got to I gotta go say sorry to him. No, but I did. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but when I was angry, I would say some really unloving things. And so... This book, I could spit out the worst of the worst and tell you some really, really, ooh, this meal. Things I've had to pray on, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm thankful that I am, and I continue to work on this journey and that I don't do that. And I think, and I pray, and that my heart doesn't feel that heaviness anymore to let that go. And that's all part of trust as well, right? When you don't feel that heart, that hurt, and that I trust God so much that I don't have to um, hold on to that pain and anger. So when we talk about trust, trust is, is, is a circle. You got to trust yourself, trust in others and trusting in God that things will work out. Right. 
So did you find beauty in learning to trust or at least acknowledging you had to start the work? Trust is scary, but it's also beautiful. Your trauma and your drama is not your story. You are worthy of love. You are lovable. You are not too damaged and you are not too broken. Okay. Now episode eight. Episode eight, episode eight, we touched base on the zones. Talked about the zones of regulation, right? The blue and the green zones. Yes. What zone are you in for the holidays? And it was like perfect and fitting, right? So (laughs) we discussed the holiday blue zone and the green zone. So it was really interesting that after I posted this episode, so many people, and not um, because of the, the episode, but just indirect conversations that started happening at work, um, group chats, etc., started sharing about feeling down with the season, um, just feeling sad, feeling overwhelmed. And one person shared um, at work how, and, and I, th- I, I don't know whether he was feeling overwhelmed or something, um, or, or something going on personally, but that the holiday season um, brings about a lot of pressure in black men and in black men to provide for the household. And that it's frustrating because he's seen, you know, in his family or, or just people um, getting arrested or, or with that pressure committing crimes or doing things that they shouldn't be because of the undue and unnecessary pressure to provide and to buy gifts and to, to get things that they shouldn't have to. And that was really... Um, interesting because we touched on it and how our families put so much pressure on us to give, to provide, to do this, to do that, not even considering where our pockets are, not even considering where we are financially. And and I know pockets and financially you think mean the same, but our pockets could be one thing and financially could be like your portfolio um, or where we are spiritually and emotionally. And we really have to stop doing that. And the closer we are to Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever you celebrate, we have to stop putting undue expectations. And I know people have texted me, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Nothing, a prayer. And that's just honesty, too. I think this this year um, is different. At other times, I'd be like, ooh, what do I want? And this year, I want prayer. I want to be lifted up spiritually. Um, I have a lot of stuff. I'm blessed. I have so many things and I don't need anything else. Um, give me self-care stuff, things that I can continue to, um, it, you know, progress in my journey, in my, in my spiritual path. But we, we have these un- expectations where we want, 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 we want. And we look at our closets, we look at our drawers, y pa que, like, pa que. But, you know, with this conversation that we talked about, you know, I'm hoping that we're practicing all self-care. And I gave you some suggestions. We talked about essential oils, therapy, weighted blankets, adaptogens, and um, boundaries. Boundaries are important. Telling people, you know, whether that's even nieces and nephews or people that are like, Titi, what you getting me? Or mommy, what you getting me? Nothing. You was born. That's your gift. (laughs) Let me stop. (laughs) Or just setting firm boundaries and having those conversations saying, this is what I can get for you. And this is coming from my heart. Or what my good girlfriend um, said was, I'm not asking people anymore what they want. I'm giving people things that I feel like are coming from my heart. And I thought that was important. 
Um, cause others can get selfish and think be in your pockets and be like, Oh, I'm gonna ask my aunt or I'm gonna ask my friend or I'm gonna ask, you know, my sister for this. Um, but whatever your sister, aunt, friends, whatever gives you, that should be appreciated. So are you willing to accept a gift that comes from the heart and not place blame and not, you know, want to enforce your own agenda? Stop being in people's pockets, okay? <laughs> and let's uplift each other, uplift each other, not uplift. <laughs> let's uplift each other in this holiday season. Embrace somebody, um, especially during, you know, Christmas, New Year's. Anyone who needs a plate, anyone who needs a home to share, open up your home without any expectations, as I mentioned before, and that's okay. Okay. Now the last episode that I recorded, yes. And I posted last week. Mm -hmm. This was a bit short. And I shared because, you know, um, I had two weeks without recording. As I mentioned, again, you know, my mother-in-law being sick and then passing. And so it was, there was a lot of emotions, etc. But I thought it was fitting to discuss on trauma and looking at things from a trauma lens. So what is wrong with you versus what happened to you? And... How we see others is very important. How we see others um, more empathically as opposed to as a perpetrator. And I don't want to use the word as a perpetrator, but we tend to see people so negatively and such in a negative light and always like with a blame factor. Um, We tend to ostracize folks. And so how do we be more empathetic and more loving and and opening up our hearts to, to think about what is that person going through? So are you looking at folks differently? Are you willing to be more empathetic when you encounter someone and someone is going through a struggle? Think about it, especially as you start pondering and reflecting on this decade, um, as we're entering a new decade, um, this new year and your accomplishments and what you've achieved or what you wanted to achieve and have opportunities to change. This is one of them on perhaps how you treat others and how you see others, right? So Beauteous Me was designed to help everyone shed beauty on ugly topics, find light in the dark and understanding in the midst of adversity. We are all humans navigating this complicated world filled with complicated emotions and ego. I hope this Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas bring you and your family this gift of love, all about love, faith, hope, and understanding. And I will see you guys being pronto a comer pastel, a comer lechon. You would think I'm Puerto Rican, but I'm not. <laughs> but we all, you know, share the same stuff. Enjoy your holidays. Um, enjoy whatever time you spend with whatever loved one. If that's your friend, that's your friend. If that's your family, that's your family. If you don't want to go see your family, don't. If you want to go just get a plate of food, go get a plate of food and run. Say you got to go to work or something. But start off the new year without stress, without expectations that others put on you. And love on yourself a little bit more. And we got some good Good, 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 good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff coming up. I'm going to have some guests. Yes, we talked about it. I'm excited about it. Someone uh, who gathered and wrote a book with a bunch of other women. And that book is popping. Popping. I have to exaggerate it. Popping. Yes. Um, and other topics. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty. 
nitty 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 gritty and we're gonna continue these conversations catch me on instagram because i got my energy back right catch me on my instagram and on my facebook and i hope that you guys are sharing my episode (laughs) subscribe yes rate and review hasta luego mi gente Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week and send us your girl, what were you thinking or asking for friend stories to info at IamBeauteousMe.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.